0: Welcome to the Career by Design podcast. I'm your host, Prayer. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to design the career of your dreams while feeling empowered. I'll be sharing inspirations and strategies that will help you get results. Hi, listeners. Welcome to this episode of the Career by Design podcast. I am joined today by Susan Murphy, and she is just fabulous. We've been chatting a little bit before the show. And I will let her introduce herself, but I know her as a well-renowned voice coach. So with that, Susan, I will hand it over to you.
1: Well, thank you very much, Prayer. I'm so happy to be here. What I love about this podcast, it's career by design, designing a career. And I think a lot of people think they don't have much Agency in that, but they really do. And as a voice coach, I work primarily with anchors and reporters, the occasional sports person or meteorologist. What I do is help them dig out, usually, their very authentic voice because they're broadcasters and they are broadcasting to tens of thousands, if not millions. And that voice should be pleasant, it should represent who you are, it should be authentic. And a lot of us don't use our authentic voices. This goes for both men and women, but most of my clients are women. It's about 80-20. So what I help these young women do is to access a lower, it's usually lower pitch, that brings out confidence in them. Very important for a young reporter. It also allows them to stand in the expertise that they have to deliver as reporters. I always tell them, you're the expert on this story. You need to sound like it. So by having a bold, authentic voice, it marries very nicely with what they're trying to do, which is to storytell, give me the news of the day. So I've worked in the broadcast industry for more than 40 years. Radio, television, I'm a voice actor. I do promos. I have done all kinds of things, usually several of them at once. I like to put together a a freelance career. I like to cobble together smaller jobs, and that's what I enjoy doing. E-learning has become a very big thing that I've, I've hooked into. So I decided about a year and a half ago that I thought maybe in watching television and flipping around channels, knowing that young broadcasters don't get much work on their voices. In journalism schools now, it's all about the technology. It's all about that. And voice kind of takes second. Uh, it's given short shrift. So what I try to do is to um, show them through breath work primarily, and it's a combination of yogic breathing, what I have learned through a singing teacher, and then what I have learned through my 40 plus years in the broadcast industry. And I've developed sort of a recipe for breath work that if it's practiced, anybody can access it when they need it. I've worked with some young women who have decided that their entire voice needs a makeover. And they've decided not only to use that authentic voice on the air, but they're going to use it in the rest of their lives as well.
0: Sorry, I'm going to pause you right there, if it's okay, because I think you already dove into so much, and I really want to break this down for the listeners, right? So if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably thinking, hey, I'm not a broadcaster. I don't work in TV or media. Is this applicable to me? And one thing that I want to say, which is why I wanted Susan to be on the show, is that we talk a lot about executive presence. Personal branding, which is essentially marketing of who you are. And your voice is a big part of that, your signature voice, how you come across, how others perceive you. And that's why I find this topic so interesting. So, with that, I'm going to hand it back to you, Susan. And I would love for you to share an example. I think you started talking about that, but I would love for you to share an example of resistance because we talked about this in the beginning where maybe you've gone to a client and said, Hey, this is why I think maybe your voice is sounding like this. And how about we try something different? And I know that people are a little bit Weary of that because they feel like it's not authentic.
1: Yes, right. Uh, I get clients two ways. Either they find me through word of mouth or through my website, or sometimes news directors will send me clients because they know that I can work with them to make their on air presentation skills sound better. And sounding better is absolutely important for anybody talking to anybody, whether it's to your spouse, to your children. To your boss, to your colleagues. So I do sometimes meet resistance. There are people who, who's, when the news directors send them to me, they, they just don't think that they, that they need this. They've never noticed anything about their voices. The ones who come to me, of course, will say, yes, I think my voice is too high or it just sounds untrained. But yes, there is some resistance to that. So what I will gently say is I'm not changing anything. I'm not taking anything away from who you are. You don't have to become a different person. Let's just explore where your authentic range of pitch is. And when I take them through the breath work and then we practice reading a script or whatever, oh yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there is something more to my voice that I didn't know I had. And that's the truth. Most people don't know where their authentic pitch and register sits. And it's all the way down at the bottom of your diaphragm. Who breathes anymore in those slow yogic breaths that get into your diaphragm? We're so busy. We're breathing shallowly. It's called conversational breath, where we just get enough air in to get us to the next sentence. We're going a mile a minute, and the pitch of our voices is probably up here until you breathe into your belly, slow it down, drop your shoulders, and pretty soon you are going to be able to tap into the voice that is most appealing to those who listen and a voice that you step out of with confidence and into with confidence. The agency that you now have to present a paper, to tell a news story, to have a difficult conversation with that spouse, that Sorry. Sorry. authentic voice is important every which way to Sunday to everybody.
0: So why do you think it is that a lot of women are not using you know, this voice that is deeper, richer, And sometimes we find a lot of women, like you said, they have this certain other quality to their voice. Why do you think that happens? I know we were chatting about this during, you know, before the show a little bit, but what is your personal opinion around that?
1: I never expected to find this out, but it happens more often than I would have guessed. Why I think a lot of women continue to speak in either Barbie doll tones or breathy tones or the vocal fry where they just kind of, you know, really don't use any air support from their breath at all. Or a girlish, sweet way of speaking goes back to their childhood. Girls- are generally expected to be sweet and soft and quiet, and we don't want to be, you know, we don't want to be bigger or better than the boys. We don't want to make any waves. We don't want to be called aggressive. We'll get to the difference between aggressive and assertive if we can. And oftentimes those voices got the girls what they needed, either from an overbearing parent or from a romantic partner, or it got them through dysfunctional families. It was a, a, a voice that they took on to be the peacemaker in their homes. I've found that to be rather frequent. So when I show them where an authentic voice can come from, and we unpack a little bit about why they've kind of never used that register because nobody ever really showed them. And when they start to use it, There have been young women who have come back to me with tears in their eyes and they'll say, do you know how healing this is? I had no idea that was going to be part of what I do, but I'm so glad I can do it. It allows you to let go of the past. It allows you to become who you are. I sometimes say, if your eyes are the windows to your soul, your voice and your mouth are kind of the front door. People judge you by the way you speak, fair or not. I know it's often not fair. We shouldn't jump to those biases as often as we do, but if it's not an authentic voice with which you are speaking, you're hiding behind something. You're not being true to yourself or the people you are with.
0: And this is what we were chatting about before this podcast is, you know, this is why we do the work that we do, right? So a lot of times we're focused on the action and the outcomes and the result as coaches, but oftentimes there's so much behind that, right? And so a lot of this is there's learned behavior, things that we have picked up that we feel like they are a part of ourselves. This Mm -hmm. is who we are. This is our, you know, all our thoughts are true. And I think voice is an extension of that A lot of people feel that their voice is who they are, right? And this is, you know, who they were always meant to be. It's not something they can change. And the same is true with a lot of thoughts that women have about themselves and where they see their success and who they can be. And so I think that's why it's really, really important to focus on this aspect and know that if you want Change it's available. You don't oh, have absolutely. to change, yeah. You don't have to change your voice, but if you want to, if that's something that you want to work on and you think that there could be a difference in your life through that. It is absolutely something you should explore and Mm -hmm. it's not about losing who you are, right? This Mm -hmm. is not what we're preaching is that who you are is wrong or you don't sound good. No, this is taking whatever pieces you have already and how do we enhance those and how do we optimize those so you can be successful in all the areas that you want.
1: And it's authentic. When you speak from the diaphragm, it's authentic. That's the way you were meant to be, to speak. That's that's it. It's not behind some voice that you adopted a long, long time ago. And maybe you remember why, maybe you don't remember why.
0: How long do you think it usually takes You know, for the people that you work with to have that shift in their voice?
1: Uh, good question. No one's ever asked me that. I can certainly show it to you in less than an hour, but it's practicing the breath, being able to access that voice. You have to breathe into that belly and then bring up the air and energy in such a way in a bold, intentional way of speaking. But to do it regularly without thinking about it, without going through all those steps, it's probably less than a month three weeks. Wow. That
0: is a quick.
1: Turnaround. Oh, sure. Oh yeah. Easy.
0: Mm-hmm. And it seems like it comes mainly from the breath work and knowing the technique.
1: Correct. Right. It's all about the breath work. When I learned most of this, a little bit from yoga teachers, but most of it from a woman from whom I took singing lessons because I was cast in a show and I had to sing a duet and, oh gosh, you don't really want me to sing a duet, but I I did. And through those singing lessons, I learned so much about voice and the body and what affects it. For example, I'm going to tell you about a body part that has more to do with your pitch and authentic sound, then you probably have any idea. And that body part is your shoulders. Who knew? Where do we carry stress and anxiety and tension? In our shoulders. So what is key in learning to access your authentic pitch is to drop, lower your shoulders, to ease all the muscles across the top of your chest and across the top of your back. Because if those muscles are tense, what happens is I've just tensed those muscles. Everything in my jaw, everything in my neck, everything, all the muscles in my face, I'm hardly breathing. So I'm barely getting enough air and I'm not getting any into the diaphragm at the moment. And the pitch of my voice is up here unless I do this. You drop your shoulders and that's the quickest way to begin that belly breathing. And that when you breathe in, usually like the practice with me is breathe in on the count of four and then out on the count of six to fully exhale. That's important for reporters and anchors who think that they're not going to have enough air to finish the sentence or to do that live shot, they will, but it's a little trick. So in on four and out on six, you do that three times, breathe in again on that, like you were going to do at the fourth time, and you begin to speak boldly and intentionally. And I guarantee you the voice that comes up from the bottom of your diaphragm is that authentic, beautiful voice you were meant to have and use.
0: And can can you share some of your results? So you said that you learned this technique, you know, when you started your career or midway, I guess. Can you share what changed for you once you started tapping into this authentic voice
1: I was uh, I was blessed with a lower than average voice to begin with and it really wasn't until about 25 years ago through those singing lessons that I became very much more aware of the mechanics as to how how all this works. But what changed for me and what comes along with mastering that breath is not just an authentic voice, but by mastering that kind of breathing and activating your parasympathetic nervous system, those breaths are clarifying. Those breaths put you in a better frame of mind. If it's a busy day in the newsroom and all hell is breaking loose and you don't even know what to do next, sit for... 30 seconds and take three breaths in on four, out on six. And by the end of the three breaths, suddenly you'll go, yeah, I need to go edit that tape right now. So the breath work really informs the, everything you do in your body. I don't think it's a coincidence that the diaphragm, which is attached to muscles at the bottom of your rib cage, is right in front of your digestive system, which is called your gut And when we say things like, "Mm, I have to trust my gut on that decision, or my gut told me don't do that, intuition, intuition lives in your gut. It doesn't live in your head, doesn't live in your heart, can be informed by your head or heart, but you live in your gut. You live in your diaphragm. My singing teacher said, Susan, I've come to believe we really live in our gut. And I think she's right.
0: Thank you so much. This has been so informative. And this is a new topic, I think, for our listeners, for me as well. And I've learned so much. So thank you for being on the show. My pleasure. I want to see if you have anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with. Is there beyond the breathing techniques that you shared and focusing on the breath work? Staying with your gut and your intuition, are there other things that you want our listeners to know about finding their authentic voice?
1: Remember when you're speaking to anyone to pause occasionally, we're so afraid of dead air. We're so afraid of the silence and we shouldn't be. Taking a pause allows you, the speaker, to take in another breath and maybe start to think about your next sentence. But really what a pause does, is for the person you're talking to so that they can absorb what you just said. So in finding that authentic voice and using it boldly and intentionally, remember to use the pause as a way of checking in with your own breath and allowing the person you're speaking to to absorb what you said. Perfect. Thank you so much again. Thank you so much. We I could be here all day. I really could.
0: <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Thank you for listening
0: to this week's episode of the Career by Design podcast. I hope that the strategies I share today will help you on your journey to an amazing career. Be sure to check in next week for another episode. And for more tips, follow me on Instagram under inspiration underscore careers.